Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org, this is a remote edition of Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. The band Dengue Fever is based in L.A., but their music is rooted in Cambodia, where, to many people's surprise, there was a thriving psych rock scene in the 1960s and 70s, where the sounds of electric guitars and electric organs and pounding drums merged with the traditional instruments and scales and rhythms of Cambodia. That all came crashing to a halt, along with almost everything else in Cambodia, in the middle of the 1970s when Pol Pot and the Khmer Rouge took over and uh, began their murderous regime. But music can be a tough thing to kill, and Dengue Fever uh, began by playing some of those old songs from the 60s and 70s, and have now moved on to writing their own music in that style. With their Cambodian lead singer and their backing American band, they are an interesting group to watch as well as to listen to. And if you're listening in the New York City area, you'll have a chance to see and hear Dengue Fever as they perform this coming Sunday, the 15th of January, at the annual Global Fest at Lincoln Center's David Geffen Hall. And uh, we've got cameras rolling for this first song because it is a world premiere. The first glimpse at the next record by Dengue Fever. The song is called Silver Fish.
That's a live performance by the band Dengue Fever, a premiere of a new song called Silver Fish. Uh, the band, as ever, featuring vocals by Chom Nimal, keyboards from Ethan Holtzman, the guitar played by Zach Holtzman, Sinan Williams playing the bass, Paul Smith on drums, you'll hear David Ralicky playing a different instrument on every song they're playing for us today. He was playing bongos in that one. And uh, I asked the band to pick one spokesperson, and Sinan, they picked you. So it's great to see you again. Welcome back to, to Soundcheck. Thank you. Glad to be back. It's nice to be here. New song, yeah. a premiere, and, and presumably then there's more where this is coming from. Yeah, we have our record coming out this summer. And we got most of it recorded uh, before the world shut down. Huh. And then then we kind of took, you know, a little break like, like everybody did. And then as the last year, we've been putting all the finishing touches on the album. Well, you know, the, the last time you guys were in our studio here in New York, um, I remember something you said, which mm-hmm. was that uh, the, the music although it was rooted in the sort of 60s and 70s Cambodian pop style, had become sort of both more American and more Cambodian at the same time. Is that a trend that you see continuing today? Yeah, I mean, I think we just self-express in whatever way. I think think the Cambodian music that influenced our band was the genesis, but for each individual member, it's, you know, me bringing in my my R&B, punk rock, uh, African influences, and and Nimal is our singer is the one that's bringing the Cambodian into the music, you know. I mean, but I mean the Cambodian that I bring in is my experiences traveling there. You know what I mean? I I want to. I'm I'm curious to know as you've traveled in Cambodia, mm-hmm. do you hear Cambodians today listening to that music that originally inspired Dengue Fever and some of which you guys have actually released as, you know, I, I know yeah. you did a compilation of some of those yeah. old Cambodian recordings. Well, like, uh, Rossary, Sotia, and Sinsisamuth was like the Bob Dylan, Marvin Gaye, and Jimi Hendrix all wrapped into one of their time. So their music is alive and well within the Cambodian culture and the Cambodian clubs. Um, but, you know, it's kind of, it's like hearing a remix, you yeah. know, it's like, it's the new sounds, but they're still playing these old, um, uh, 60s and 70s, uh, pop songs because, because yeah. they, they were wildly popular then and, and became part of, part of, you know, Cambodia and Cambodian heritage, you know? Well, uh, a couple of years back here in New York, um, I had a chance to see the Lauren Yee's music theater piece uh-huh. called Cambodian oh, yeah. Rock Band, yeah. uh, which you guys wrote, uh, played some music for. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I took away from that was that there was a break in Cambodian culture uh-huh. around the time of the Khmer Rouge. I mean, yeah. it was just like a period at the end of a sentence, and then a whole new thing had to grow up after that. Yeah. And, and the idea, as you put it, of a remix almost seems like it had to be that way because yeah. there was no continual there was no continual culture for a period of like the, the second half of the 70s there. Well, uh, a friend of mine, Davy Chu, who's an amazing uh, French-Cambodian filmmaker, told me a story about his Cambodian parents eating, after the Khmer Rouge, eating Cambodian food in Paris. 
And what they experienced was they didn't have that back home. And they, in Cambodia, that culinary experience, that food had been completely lost. And so when they went to Paris, they tasted that pre-Khmer Rouge Cambodian food because that's where a lot of the Cambodians fled during the Khmer Rouge time. So I thought that was interesting that it, you know, the Cambodians that escaped, that left, that survived, carried on the traditions, you know, and then were able to now bring those back into the culture. So it's uh, it's kind of a story of cultural survival. Yeah, yeah. kind of like. Um... You know, when, when all those English ethnomusicologists started traipsing through the Appalachian Mountains in the early 1900s, they found mm-hmm. all these old English ballads that mm-hmm. had been lost back across in, in Great Britain, but were still alive in the Appalachians. So, yeah, it's, yeah. culture's a funny thing. It's, yeah. You know. Yeah, we could talk about this for, for <laughs> a long time, you know. So do you guys feel like you're extending that tradition, you know, uh, adding to it, adding something new to it as Americans? I think so. I mean, I think what any artist can do in any form, may it be dance or visual art or whatever, is give a piece of themselves into something that's true and honest to their heart or soul or spirit, however you want to call it, by the fact that we have Nimal as our singer. Yeah. Just the fact of having her, uh, people and artists in Cambodia will like look at us and look at her and go, oh, what are they doing? <laughs> and um, and I think the fact that we play original music, that we're writing music, we're writing stories, will, um, will help artists um, realize, well, maybe I could write my story yep. as well. We're speaking with uh, Sinan Williams from the band Dengue Fever, the band playing some live songs for us today. They will be doing a set at Global Fest on Sunday here in New York at David Geffen Hall, the annual Global Fest festivities. Um, this song that we're about to hear is called Uku, and, and Sinan, you were talking about, you know, telling stories. What is the story behind this song? Um, the story behind this song is about a woman who lives in the countryside, but against her will she's traveled to the city to make a living because it's hard for the family to support the family in um in the countryside so she kind of is it's kind of a sad story of self-sacrifice but in a way she's she's supporting her family okay here's uh here's dengue fever with a live performance of this song called uku Thank you. 
That's a live performance by Dengue Fever of a song called Uku, uh, the band performing in the studios of our sister station there in L.A., KCRW. And uh, we're speaking with uh, bass player Sinan Williams. Um, I, I mentioned before, Sinan, that, um, you know, the, the band released a compilation of some of the original Cambodian pop of the 60s and 70s. Oh, yeah. You know, there's some thought behind this other than what can we get out of this as a band? Yeah, well, I, um, yeah, that's called Electric Cambodia, that record. Uh, whenever uh, a Cambodian NGO or someone asks for something, if we can give it, we will give it. And when we travel to Cambodia, we always include um, benefit concerts in our trips. Um, we've worked with Cambodia Living Arts, um, which is a, a incredible organization that finds music masters, like of traditional music masters, and finds them in the woodwork and brings them forth to teach the younger generations these music. And they've also un- remade some some instruments that have been lost in time and found people that still could play them and actually, you know, kind of learning that, you know, that, so it's a, you know, it's a pretty incredible arts organization. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, re- the reason I ask is because, you know, so much of what Westerners know, if they know anything of Cambodia, yeah. is the Khmer Rouge. Yeah. You know, the fact that there was this incredibly rich musical tradition there that goes back centuries and, just the idea that you've got this country that we know very little about, yeah. but which has all of these musical surprises, perhaps none more surprising than the fact that there was a psych rock tradition there yeah. uh, well, up until the mid-70s. I mean, we, uh, we made a, a film, I think it was 2009, so that's, you know, uh, it was a while ago, but we made this film called Sleepwalking Through the Mekong. And we decided to, I mean, we did speak of the Khmer Rouge and of Pol Pot in the film, but really we focused on the uh, explosion of art and culture more so. And a lot of Cambodians took us aside and said, you know, your film was uplifting because there is many films focusing on uh, the genocide that happened there. But very few films that are centered on the culture and the art. So um, there is more cultures and languages and music and instruments and sounds and melodies 
that have that have come and gone than there are on this planet today. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's it's interesting how uh, time just keeps bulldozing on, you know. Yeah. And we keep bulldozing things out of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <And> some, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes sometimes they they don't come back. As, yeah. As, you know, but uh, yeah. obviously in this case, uh, that that psych rock tradition, I guess it started in Vietnam before it spread to Cambodia, but it, it's it's back. You know, it's questionable where it actually started because what I've heard is that um, the American radio had such strong radio waves, like the kilowatts of the stations were so crazy that the whole area was listening to what the American troops wanted to listen to. Uh, Do you know what I mean? So yeah, everyone yeah. picked up the radio and picked up these tunes. So I don't know if you could say it started in Vietnam. You know, you could just say that it just started in the air and the airwaves and people <laughs> just started picking it up. And, and I mean, it's, 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 it's attractive music, man. You hear that stuff, you know, blow your socks off. And then yeah, all of a yeah. sudden you're like, you know, you could say, can I, can I, you know, you're playing like your traditional tro. And then you hear these melodies. You're like, wait a minute. Can I make that sound? And then all of a sudden you find a little little pickup mic. You're like, okay, this is, you know, it's like, right. it's just a natural progression. I mean, art influences art. Yeah. You know? And those traditional string instruments, they have that kind of twangy quality to begin with. And when you amplify them, you get something very close to like yeah. surf guitar or, you know, it was a really felicitous combination, it seems. Yeah. Yes. Um, so Dengue Fever, you guys have been at this for a while. Um, you mentioned before, Sinan, that, you know, you'll write songs for people if they request them. Many times your songs have appeared on, in films, on TV shows, and the one we're going to hear next, 1,000 Tears of a Tarantula, this was on that TV series Weeds, right? Okay, yeah, it was. It, it, it ended a season and it started a season. Yeah. I do remember that. It was kind of, uh, kind of bridged two seasons. Yeah. Well, let's let, let's hear the piece. It's called One Thousand Tears of a Tarantula, live performance from the band Dengue Fever.
That's called 1,000 Tears of a Tarantula, a song from the band Dengue Fever, played live. And uh, once again, we, we got a chance to hear Chom Nimal singing, Ethan and Zach Holtzman on keyboards and guitars, respectively, Paul Smith behind the drums. Uh, David Rallicky started on bongos, moved to flute, and finally to sax on that piece. And on the bass, Sinan Williams, with whom we've been talking. So, Sinan, um, We've got a new record coming out in 2023. Yeah, the, Will there be a tour as well? Yeah, I think this summer we're, uh, we'll be we'll hit the road for sure. Um, we got, uh, you know, obviously we're playing Global Fest, which we're really looking forward to playing some new material. Um, I think those will be the first ears that will hear some of this stuff live. That is yeah. for sure. And, um, yeah, we're gearing up for next summer to drop the record and hit the road. Well, Global Fest takes place at David Geffen Hall this Sunday, and it's, uh, it's a packed lineup. Uh, the Meridian Brothers from Colombia, Son Rompepera from Mexico, Justin Adams from England and the world, uh, Mauro Durante from the, uh, the boot of Italy, and of course, Dengue Fever bringing their brand of Cambodian psych rock. Uh, Sinan, it's been a while since since we've had a chance to have you guys in this in our studio. Mm-hmm. Great to have you there at KCRW Studios and playing for us today. Thanks so much. Wonderful. Bye. Bye, everyone. Dengue Fever plays live here in New York this coming Sunday, January 15th, at the annual Global Fest held this year at David Geffen Hall. In the meantime, you can watch their world premiere performance of that song Silverfish, the first song they did for us. That's on the New Sounds YouTube channel or right here at the website, newsounds.org. Irene Trudell is our technical director. Our producer is Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. See you next time. (laughs) 